Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I am the author of Organizing for the Rest of Us, Decluttering at the Speed of Life, and How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, which are all available wherever books are sold in any format that you like to buy books. So I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 330. And I think I'm going to call it Involving the Whole Family in the process. Um, so we're, I'm talking with Sarah Beth here. She has experienced a lot of success and I love, love, love hearing about that. Um, she's got, um, challenges, uh, with just things, you know, like we all do. Right. Um, but I love how she's worked through them and we talk about, you know, kind of dealing with some of the, the issues that, that she wanted some help with. I am a little frazzled at the moment. So I, I think that's a good title. That's why I said I think I'm, I, I always say I think I'm going to call it, but I'm a little frazzled at the moment. I'm trying to catch up after, after, after taking some time off with my family. Um, well, my kids were on spring break. So yeah, there's a lot to do here on this day back to work. And so I wanted to share this conversation with you and, um, I think you're going to find it helpful. Don't forget that if you would like to be a member of our Kindred Spirits group that we talk about in the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash a slob comes clean um, and learn what it means to be a patron of the show and get to um, join in all the fun. It's really, it's really a, a just a lovely, lovely group of supportive people. So, um, all right. Here's my conversation with Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth, thank you for coming on today. And um, you've gotten to hear a whole unloading of my brain in the last two minutes. And I don't think that's what you expected when you got on here, was it? Well, I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> well, I'm I'm very thankful that you're willing to come on and talk with me. Um, you know, for the world to hear and all that. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your unique life situation? Okay. Um well, thank you. Um, I want to say thank you for having me on because this is like a, just a real honor for me. And uh, so uh, I'm married. My husband and I have been married for 18 years and he is a pastor and um, he also does work like on investment properties, building, uh, we're, we're building some storage units right now. Cool. But we've done houses and we've done flip houses and stuff too. But um, he didn't really start doing that uh, until just a couple of years ago when I uh, stopped working. But I'll get to that in just a minute. But um, we have four kids and our oldest two are teenagers right now. So that's really fun. And they both are athletes. They play sports and they're a lot of fun, um, but busy and uh, girl and boy. And then I have 
we have two younger kids. So it's kind of like the bigs and the littles, mm-hmm. um, our younger, youngest daughter, she has special needs. So in her early years, um, it was a whole, she's really a miracle. She, they didn't even think that she would make it when I was expecting her. And so we went through several surgeries and she does physical therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy every week outside of school and in school. Um, and she started walking, uh, a few years ago, about four years ago, she started walking she's 12 now. And, uh, she's just a delight. Her name is Josie. So anyway, um, so that, that's a big part of, you know, my responsibilities and, Mm -hmm. um, she's taught me a lot. I'll say that. So then our youngest, uh, he is adopted from China Mm -hmm. and he came home to be with us when he was almost three and he, he makes everything more exciting so just, just get this picture in your head, this little um, Chinese American young man who loves country music, especially Travis Tritt. Mm-hmm. And he is currently growing a mullet because of his love for Travis Tritt. And we're letting him. So we're like, just go I, I have a teenager with a mullet. Yeah. And <laughs> so I get it. And it's like, just go for it. I know it drives my parents bananas because, you know, they were the, your hair has to be like. Oh, you know, up, a, can't touch your ears. And all. I mean, like that was them. Yeah. And, um, I know it drives them crazy. I'm like, this is not a battle. I'm in a fight. And you know what? He has long curly hair and I think it's fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it just makes me smile. My, my dad says about Isaac our youngest, he said, I can't even think about him without smiling. Yeah. You know, he's How just, fun. he's a ball of energy and he's the one that made me feel like when I felt like I was an okay or decent parent before I was like, I know nothing <laughs> and I, you know, just have a lot to learn. And so he, he's kind of, if you say something's up, he's like, no, I think it's down. And so, um, about a year after he came home, I was still, um, I was working part-time, uh, in dental hygiene Okay. and I had done that for quite some time. And so my husband and I just kept feeling like, you know, that it was, it would be a really good thing for me to be at home full time, you know, for a season at least, you know, mm-hmm. to, to really um, have that time with him. Um, Cause he had to learn English, you know, and, and he had some medical things too. But I think, I think um, the cool thing to circle back to, to our other daughter, Josie is I think that him being here really helped motivate her to walk. Oh, neat. Because she wasn't yeah. the baby anymore. So um, we've just had, a lot of adventure and adversity to, um, I mean, part of our life situation right now is my, my father-in-law is, um, older and he is going through, uh, cancer treatments. And so, and my husband is his, um, his only son. So he's, you know, it's a lot with that. Um, but it's going okay right now, but it's kind of, my life can change from week to week so much. And so, I found you when I, I don't really know <laughs> the time passage awareness, right? I know. I know when I found you, but it was, it's been a couple years. I know that. And, um, so for me as a younger person, I was always messy. I'm a creative person. I'm artistic. I like to draw, but I, I was just thinking about this, me as a teenager, 
my dad would always say, how do you even sleep in your bed? There's clothes all over it. And I would just, I'd say, well, I just scoot over and I can sleep. It's because I have a gift. I like, I feel like it's a gift that we can still (laughs) function. And when people are like, oh, well, you have to clean up your house or you can't function. And I'm like, yeah, y'all don't get it. We function great in the midst of that. And that is the problem some of the time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I love people. And I think that, you know, finding you has really helped me because I, I have this pattern of getting overwhelmed and getting stuck. And just a lot of the things that you were saying, I was like, you're in my brain, you know, I'm sorry. No, it was like, I felt like, oh, there's not something wrong with me. There's other people that are like me too. And there's hope. Yes. I I think that feeling understood is such an important part or piece of the puzzle to actually making improvement because when you feel like somebody is trying to help you, but they don't actually understand the real problem, then it's like everything they say, even if it's true, you're like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you really get it. So I'm not for sure that would really work, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, I love it. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, Okay. So let's talk about some things that are working well for you. Okay. The, the take it there now really helps me and once I decide that I'm going to donate something, uh, just going ahead and getting that in my car as soon as possible to get it out of the house, that has been huge. Um, my daughter um, has, she still wears diapers and I, a lot of times would have a diaper box that was mm-hmm. empty and I would use that as my donatable donate box. And I actually had part of my routine, a place that I would go every week, I would pass by our donation spot. And so I'll just stick it in the back of my vehicle and drop it off. Oh, I love it. That's great. All right. Tell me another thing that works for you. So the container concept has really been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to another one of the, the strategy sessions recently and just talking about how when you have less as your goal, now that I have less dishes, dishes aren't are easier for me to manage. Still not perfect, but you know, it's, it's so much easier to manage. And then having less clothes helps with laundry, not getting out of control. Yeah. Having less toys helps the toys not to get out of control. And who would have thought, right? I mean, light bulb. All right. I mean, I'm like, Oh, that's why it's easier for other people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the, the daily habits has been huge for me. I, I, I went through, um, you know, with the holidays, December, I don't hardly cook. It's like a lot of, cause a lot of my creative energy with the project brain just goes straight towards like Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like my other stuff, just a lot of times falls off the wagon in December, especially, you know, and it's like when January came around, and, and we also had like a big, November was a big month. We, we had a, a death in the family and, um, Sorry. also my brother got married, you know, like oh, wow. highs and lows, you know, and, and so emotionally and physically, I was feeling really drained, you know, coming into the, the new year. I heard someone say, like, sometimes people say they want to finish strong, finish the year strong. And, and then some, this lady said, I just want to finish regular. <laughs> I and I was like. Yes. 
I just want to finish regular. That sounds great these days. Yeah. I'm here. Like there's a mess. I'll, I'll listen to Dana and I'll get back to my habits. So the daily habits, like, it's like, I didn't spend hours and hours of cleaning up my house, but I just got back to the daily habits and, and then we had snow days and we had ice days. And so it was like, oh, wow. schedule, I felt like I had schedule whiplash because it kept just like everything you think you're doing this and then you're doing something different. And, and sometimes I would let myself get all frazzled with mm-hmm. that. That's my tendency. But then I'm just like, wait, just do the dishes. And knowing what thing to do in those moments that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how grounding that is. Yes. Yeah something as basic and simple as that. No, I, I completely agree because I'm the same, like fr- uh, you got to hear all my issues when we first got on. I was like, and then our propane and then all the, anyway. So like I'm in a frazzle time right now, but it's like, okay, I know what to do in the midst of the frazzle to keep things going right. so that it's not just because before I would get frazzled and then I would get paralyzed and not know what to do next. And then it would just go back to, you know, total disaster again. So I love that. Mm-hmm. That's good. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting Aura frames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's a U R a frames.com. Use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by better help projects. So many projects, taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused 
plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. So what are some things you'd like to talk about? Well, I wanted, uh, one of the things, this room that I'm in, I know Mm -hmm. that audio people can't see it, but it's very pretty. Thank you. So the rest of my house doesn't look like this, (laughs) but that's okay. Yeah, so I love it. to describe the room for people who can't see it, uh, this used to be my husband's home office. Okay. And when we were going through uh, the adoption process about a year, they, they say with adoption, it's like you give birth a different way through paperwork. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many papers in here and there was a monster desk that used to be, I got it, I got it secondhand and they said it came from an attorney's office and it was huge. Oh, wow. Desk in here. And my house plan, I think this room is supposed to be a dining room and it's got like the French doors on it. So once Isaac was home and my husband was working more on site or going to the coffee shop or, you know, not, he just didn't want to be in here. So we weren't using this room and it's, it's right off the entryway of our house. So the visibility rule, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, hi, don't look <laughs> over there. So ignore that space. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so we started talking about what could we make this room instead to where we're really using it. And it's been kind of a dream of mine to have a space for like just quiet to, and, and like, I grew up in a family of five kids. I'm the oldest of five kids. And I used to climb trees to get away from my siblings and have a long time. And so it's like, to have a space that, you know, anytime someone comes in here, it's kind of known, like they're going there to just have a little quiet. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, we, we talked about putting a piano here in here, getting a smaller desk, getting a comfy chair. But I had a lot of papers that was like the head explosion. And I just remember you saying, just look, just look. You know, if you don't really know what's in there and you think it's all important, there's probably some duck clutter. There's definitely some trash. And so I just followed your steps and it was during, it was during the spring last year that we started kind of hacking away, decluttering this room. And uh, I even heard you say how some donation spots will pick up pieces of furniture that, cause that big monster desk, I was like, how am I going to get that out of here? Right. And I called and this this donation spot said, yeah, we'll, we'll come look at it. And then you can set up an appointment. We'll come pick it up. And I mean, I felt like I could dance whenever they took it out. I was like, and the room was empty. And then I got a shredder and I, I remember you, even the thing you said about 
when somebody wants to sell something, just look and see how much it would be. So that sparked me to say, well, look and see how long do I have to keep tax documents or mm-hmm. receipts or things. And so I did that. And I don't even remember what the answer is now, but I figured it out for then. And then well, and it gave you the freedom to do what you needed to do once. You yes. Know. Yeah. And so we just little by little kept working on it. And then for Mother's Day last year, my older two kids and my husband, um, I had given them a picture of like the board and batten trim to put in the room. And then we picked this color. The color is, is lighter than it looks. It's a, it's a green. That's like, reminds me of a mallard duck. Yeah, exactly. And, now and that you the say top, that, yes. The, above the, the trim is an alabaster white and there's white trim in here. And we moved the piano in here oh, and yeah. I got a small desk that um, doesn't have much storage at all, except for a drawer so that there won't be more clutter, right? A comfy chair and a cute rug. And it's like, I, because I love this space so much, it's like, I'm protective, like, no, I'm not going to put more and more things yeah. you know, in here, but um, it's kind of transforming this room and making it. I love it because my oldest daughter comes in here and plays the piano. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that just really helped to um, use all those to the strategies to transform a space in our home. And we enjoy this and we actually come in here and it's like, I have this whole new space in my room and it's kind of, it creates that momentum of now we're looking around at other places in our home and like, how can we transform this? And it's like a, a snowball in a good way. Well, it sounds like, it sounds to me like you have done the define the room thing and you have really understood the benefit of that. Like this room has a very specific purpose now Mm -hmm. Um, where before it was kind of like, okay, it's an office, but it can also, we could just stick things in there and you know, that kind of thing. So that defining the room has really helped you. So, so what, so your question is, how do you then apply that to the rest of the house? Was that what you were asking or what Um, you want to talk about? Well, what I was going to ask you is, okay. I dealt with all that big, massive paper clutter Mm -hmm. that accumulated through years and years. And now with incoming mail and paper that's coming in, I'm still, I'm still struggling with that. And I was wondering if you could, I know that um, I haven't joined the take your house back, but I'm Mm -hmm. very strongly considering it, but trying to figure out how I can like what you do with your incoming stuff to help it not because it's like it grows. And that's one of those things that if I don't deal with it, right. as it, comes in. Like, I know that's what I, I feel like that would help, but I, I just haven't, haven't got a handle on that yet. Yeah. So on that, what has really changed things for me, which I actually need to get it set up properly again in this house, because it was working so well and I still have them, but they're not like hanging on the wall. But what worked for me was having three files hanging on the wall and the broad category thing. That's where I, that's where I hesitate on organizing because in my mind, organizing is all these teeny tiny little categories. I can never maintain that. And then I end up overwhelmed and I'm just like, well, that's not going to work. Okay. So that's one of my fears in this whole, like organizing word, you know, 
So one of the things that I did learn from Cass in that, that class, but I, I do have a video on it and I did a podcast, but, um, is three broad categories. And I think she even does more categories than that, but I have found that I am basically able to do what I need to do with these three categories. And the first one is to do. Okay. Or some people call it an action file. So like these are the things as something comes into my house, if I'm going to have to pay this bill, if I am going to have to, you know, sign this thing, turn it in, whatever. Now, ideally, if it's something that, you know, needs to be signed, I'm not going to put it in there. I'm just going to kind of get it out because then I'm like, okay, well, this is a container and I'm motivated to not put anything in there that doesn't absolutely have to, which then motivates me to go ahead and act on something that can be acted on immediately. But anything that's going to have an action taken with this specific piece of paper goes in that. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is the wait and see, which is the maybes. Okay. Which again, it's a container, it's a limited space, which then just makes things look different. Just knowing that the space I have to put it in is limited means that even before that space is full, I am assessing things according to whether or not they deserve space in there. And that just makes stuff look different. And then the last one is that year's file. So it'd be 2022. So like something that needs to be saved for this year. So like, you know, we bought a new house last year. So that would be like our, our paperwork and stuff for that, that you do need to keep up with. So there is something about even just having those categories as broad and simple as they are, I had always, I mean, we're not always, but for years I had been going straight to the trash can as soon as I came in from the mailbox. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. alert, trying to make myself allergic to just setting it down on the table, or now we have an Island and it's, you know, an issue. So, so that there's no in-between place because as soon as it gets set down, it is clutter. I mean, it just is like, it's, it's just something to be dealt with later, but instead it's the take it there now. Um, but when I had those three categories, it really took that to another level. And I was shocked at how little I was keeping because it would force me to actually open up envelopes where it might have been something from the insurance company. I'm like, Oh, well, that looks important. I better keep it. But instead when I actually open it up, because I'm going to put it in one of these three containers, limited spaces, with a very specific, you know, category. When I opened up for that purpose, I realized, oh, this is just one of those random disclosure of information, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it looked important, but it's not important at all. Like it literally can just go straight into recycling or trash or whatever you have. So that having very designated specific places to put those things categorized, even though it's broad categories, um, really, really changed that. So it actually like made it so much easier than I ever thought it could be. Like I was really surprised at how much that has just freed me to, to really deal with that. And the other thing too, is so many times, even if something is in an envelope that is important, it also, um, usually has extra paper in there, which is kind of horrifying. You know I mean? Like how much paper is wasted that way, but like there's usually two or three extra sheets at the back that just have all the little legalese on it. That doesn't actually matter. So I'm sure it matters to the people who wrote it, but you know what I mean? (laughs) But does that help at all? Yeah. I like the idea of having something on the wall Mm -hmm. because I really don't have counter space in my kitchen that I want to give to that, but where my 
stack of mail and papers to go through has been living is on my countertop and I just keep moving it to different places, stuff shifting. And then last night when my daughter was doing her homework, she accidentally spilled her water and it got on the pile. And I was just like, this does not need to be here. And it's just like, it's an annoying thing that I'm just like, this doesn't have to be like this. There's got to be a better way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, that vertical storage really is help. Cause for me, anytime something is on a flat surface, it's going to get shoved and shifted and piled on. And it, it just doesn't it work. Grows. It does. It, it just grows. Exactly. But when it's on that vertical surface and it's a container, because it's a very definite, you know, I like it slice of space. Yeah. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days to say the least having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love prep dish. Every week I receive an email from prep dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style, gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like prep dishes, super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Did you have something else you wanted to talk about? Yes. My second question would be, uh, can you help me with some strategies to help my teenage son uh, who has a lot of clothes right now? We've decluttered and that we're coming back to re-decluttering. And it's been one of those head explosion things for him and for me. And my relationship with him, you know, is top priority. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of, he's come to that place where I'm trying to treat him as a young man. And uh, it, I just see how it having so much, it's hard for him to find what he wants. And yeah. um, it's kind of one of those things he's grown so much over the last two years. And I don't know, I'm just, uh, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> what advice do you have? So, so the issue is, he just has so many clothes. I think okay. so. Yeah. How much have you worked together on embracing the container concept with his clothes? I'll tell you what we've done. Cause I don't know that I, mm-hmm. I was really viewing it through that. It's like, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That is a container. <laughs> so I, what we've done so far is when he brings the laundry to me, like sometimes he's waited until there's so much that it's like, you can't even walk in the laundry room. And I'm like, just bring, just bring me like 
part of it at a time. Cause especially if it, cause sometimes I do laundry day and then other times I do like this person's room, I do that laundry that day. And then another person's room, you know, kind of by rooms and, and um, then I don't have to sort it. And I just, it all goes back to the same place that kind of works for me. But what we've done is when I've washed his clothes and I say, come here, let's look through this. Do you want to, is this a shirt you really like, or is this something we can just get rid of? You like this? Mm-hmm. Or you get rid of it? And so I think we've gotten rid of like two trash bags full so far. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things where we, we had a friend that gave us some clothes and a lot of it was like brand new, you know? So mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, okay, we'll look through it. Cause he's growing so much. But, and then some of it, I didn't even keep in the house. I went ahead and took to donate because I was, we were given a lot, but anyway, back to the container. I didn't, I didn't really apply it that way. I just like looked through what I, I had think, already washed. I think helping him through the container concept on that. So like a couple of things here, first of all, the laundry gets more out of control. The more clothes you have, you know, you know, these things, right? So kind of like we were talking about dishes and stuff earlier, it's the same type thing. It's like you know, if we've run out of clothes and then the huge amount of dirty clothes is completely overwhelming, then there's too many clothes. But I mean, that's like an easy thing to say, but at that point, like if you were there today, I would say, okay, let's go. I'm going to help you put these things away and just go through this, pick out your favorites first, put them in the drawer or hung on hangers or however he does it, which hangers are very helpful for my, my kids, um, just hanging everything that we can hang, but, and for me, (laughs) I said for my kids, but it's really just for me mostly, (laughs) but doing the container concept. So put your favorites in first and then when it's full, okay, then these are the things that are going to get donated instead of the, do you like this? Do you think it just, it can go faster and it just kind of naturally sorts out without those hesitations that come with value decisions with, you know, thinking of the future. Well, is there ever time I want to wear that or whatever? And so then once the container's full, if he's like, oh, but there's still this, 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 and this, cause I am going to need something for, you know, some, you know, church or whatever, then their answer is always yes. Like the answer is yes, you can keep that. Just what would you get rid of to make the room for it? You know, once it's gone. And so just going through that process is very helpful usually. Um, and anyway, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like daughter, I'm rambling. My oldest daughter, she does her own mm-hmm. laundry and he has done his own like during the summer, but when yeah. he's in the midst of sports, it's kind of yeah. hard. It is hard. Keep up with his homework and that too. So I, but having him help me with it, especially with the, the, just putting it away in the container concept that yeah. I, I haven't been haven't been looking at it through that. I've just ha- had the head explosion and yes, just not, not wanting to um, be a nag, you know, I know. And, and, and like, and then I think back to like, I see it's like, I'm looking at a mirror because I see myself as a teenager, I know all the messy <laughs> clothes everywhere. I mean, I knew how to, um, there's nothing more motivating to me than having someone over. And then I would clean real fast. Oh yeah. You know, and hide things. (laughs) But I say all this and I go, it's a special kind of challenge with teenagers. I mean, it really is because they are having to get to that point where they figure it out. 
you know, and decide on their own how much, you know, but it's like the, the way to really help them is to kind of hopefully give them a little insight that you've learned over the years of the less I have, the easier it is to maintain it. So, you know, just kind of working on, on that. Yeah. yeah. Because it is logical when you start to think about it. I, it was not logical to me. I'd never thought about it, but it was like, oh, I was doomed to always have clothing issues as long as I had more than could ever fit into my drawers when they were all clean, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that just breeds its own issues because then I could go longer and longer and longer without doing laundry. And then that became more overwhelming, which meant I felt like I needed more clothes, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. I I was thinking of this because as a funny story, because I think that a lot of uh, listeners might relate to this, but when, when we were more newly married, I struggled with laundry so much. Cause it's like, there's always more fun things that you can go and do, or you get invited to do than mm-hmm. you know, stay and do a bunch of laundry. There's always right? fun things that you can go do and just procrastinate on the not fun things until they pile up and pile up. And right. That was my pattern. And so I had priority laundry. So and like there was one time that someone in my household was out of underwear mm-hmm. and I just said, just wear your swim trunks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, and it was, it was like that before I had a laundry routine, it was all about just doing the basics. Like, you know, yeah, yeah I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else would you like to talk about? So the five minute pickup, I've been pretty consistent on doing that in the mornings, like after everybody goes to school, but on the days where we're all at home, that's when things kind of get the most crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you might have some advice, cause I know other people have um, asked this question too, but I, I need, I need somehow to remember to say, Hey guys, let's do a five minute pickup because I, I remember to do it when I'm by myself, but, you know, just trying to remember to do that sometime during the day, Yeah, just haven't managed to, it's like, I have these intentions or I have these thoughts, oh, I should get everybody else to do this. And my husband's actually started um, initiating that sometimes, but I'm just having trouble with being consistent with inviting the others to, are you, are you wanting to do it at the same time that you do it when it's just you at home? I never thought of that. Okay. Well, here's what I'm, I'm saying. Don't get up. So if you're not worrying about that, that's great. Cause I'm saying like the best way to do it is in the moment. If it occurs to you, wow, it's messy in here. Let's do a five minute pickup Mm -hmm. or pair it with something. Like if you have, like, let's say we're talking about weekends And right now we are in, I don't know what you might have on. I'm trying to think teenagers don't have as much on like games on Saturday as, you know, (laughs) they did when they were younger usually. Um, But if you have some sort of a Saturday routine, or even if you have like a, you know, we generally do a salad bar or we do whatever on, you know, Saturday nights or something where you can pair let's do a five minute pickup before we do this thing or before we have a movie night or whatever. So it's like, what can I put together that will help it be a trigger? Kind of like the, you know, if if I assign a day 
of the week to be a certain cleaning task. Well, just that the natural coming around of that day is the mm-hmm. thing that reminds me. So it's like, what can you do that happens generally? I know what's hard about it is that Saturdays and Sundays are out of routine. Like that's the whole thing is it's like, I have a routine where the kids are gone. Oh, it's quiet. I do a five minute pickup and that is what's reminding you. So it's, it's like, what is there that does happen consistently on the weekend that can be a reminder? Can you think of anything? Yeah. I, I was thinking that I could maybe do that before the bedtime routine for my younger two, because mm-hmm. we're, it's, you know, dinner's just gotten cleaned up and that could be, that's something that's yeah. happened every day, no matter what. So, yeah. well, and, and two, when you do that, okay. If the next day you think, oh, I was going to do that before bed in the moment when you think I was going to do that before bed, you've just thought of it. So you need to do it now. Do you know what I mean? Like instead of, so pairing it with something that naturally occurs helps, but also remember the, it doesn't have to be done at the same time every day, because at least for people like me, for me, if I said it needs to be done at this time, then my natural tendency is to be like, oh, okay, well I didn't do it last night. So I'm going to wait till tonight. And when that thing happens again, then I'll remember this time. And I never do, you know So what I mean? So, so just kind of look for that. And the other thing too, is just to, in those moments where you look around the house and you think, oh, it's so messy in here. That's, that's the best time. I mean, that, that is literally the best time. And then, you know, just remembering that it's not going to be fun in the beginning, you know, and they really, there's a lot that they have to be trained as far as like, they have to learn that you really do mean five minutes. They have to understand what it is that you're going for here. What is you're asking of them and all that. So, um, that's helpful. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that we haven't talked about today? Um, just, I wanted to just thank you because the, the strategies that you talk about and, and you being honest about how you struggled, I think I might've said that earlier. It just really helped me to see that I'm not alone and that just, it's not like something's wrong with me, you know, just cause I don't have the same talents as other, you know, organized people have and that there's hope. And because implementing these strategies and and just having less in my home and it becoming more manageable it's still by no means perfect but I can achieve the appearance of clean much more easily and I've had a few uh, situations just spring up on me like over Christmas break after the December of me not cooking and not really sticking with my habits very good you know just in Christmas mode um project brain, my sister and her husband and four kids needed to stay here kind of last minute. So I had two hours before they got here to stay. So the family kind of just, we all pulled together, but I was like, I don't know that a few years ago that that could have happened. Mm -hmm. And another thing was, uh, we, we decided we wanted to put up a wall and frame out a a closet for my son to have a bedroom in the basement and the electrician had to go through my storage room to do the uh, electrical work in there. And they, it was like, he came, the electrician came the night before he was going to do the work to, so my husband could show him, this is what I need. Mm 
-hmm. and he had to do the like crawl through the storage room like there was a a little bitty path and I think I posted in kindred spirits like this is this is what I have to do is Mm -hmm. go climb (laughs) and I was like Dana's prepared me for this (laughs) this is the moment (laughs) I have I have practiced the skills of getting rid of my stuff and you know get a black trash bag get your shoes on and you know (laughs) you got your feet and get the donates box you know and so I worked for just maybe two or three hours the next morning and it was amazing how much better it was. And that was the area in my house that when I would walk past it, I would just be like, look away. Yes. You know, and I, I didn't realize how much that space and procrastinating on that. It was like in the back of my mind and it was like an energy sucker, you know? And so having that little fire lit under me of the electrician's Mm -hmm. coming. I got to do something so he can get through here and not die. Mm -hmm. So so I just, I wrote this down. I heard someone say at one time that one yes can change history. And it's kind of like your yes to be vulnerable and, and share. Like I I, uh, read your giving God the worst of me. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, it just really impacted me because I have a tendency to have these arguments in my head of, I can't do this thing that I really feel like I'm stirred up to do to make a difference and help people because I haven't done yet, 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 you know, I haven't got my house in order or, you know, stuff. And so it's like, yeah, my house isn't perfect, but it's more manageable. And I feel like I have had a more, um, my confidence has grown Mm-hmm. And the yucky, stinky thinking is less, you know, to where, I mean, it just, it impacts every area of my life and not just my home. And it's, it's, I'm just um, like, I have, a, I have a, a dream that's starting to, it's starting to come to fruition that I want to start a podcast yes. to talk to parents about adoption issues and, um, post-adoption things, special needs, um, Mm -hmm. advocating, you know, the, the hoops that you have to jump through and just seeing you go for it and kind of clearing out the clutter. It's like, I can see the picture, you know, because it's the other stuff away. And, um, you know, this is my first time meeting you, but it's like, I feel like I know you because I've listened to you so many hours popping my earbuds in and just going for it. And, but I just wanted to thank you because, you know, it's really helped me a lot. So, wow. That means a lot to me. I, you know, you've read the giving God the worst to me. So, you know, I had no idea I didn't, you know, and I think that it's that because I, I get what you're saying. It's that I want to do this thing that I feel like God's stuck in my heart as a thing that I'm supposed to do. And mm-hmm my house was keeping me from doing it. Little did I know that that's was his plan all along, you know? Um, I thank you for saying all that. (laughs) That means a lot. That means a lot. Thank you. Um, and, oh, what do you love about being a kindred spirit? I have, I've, I've posted just a couple times on there and I've, um, you know, clicked on the emails and, and I, I love that. But the thing I love most is that I felt like it was a way for me to support you 
to, oh, thank you. to get the message out to more people uh, to know that they're not alone. Cause I know how, how defeating it can feel when people mm-hmm. feel like they're alone and it's not really something that you want to broadcast. I feel ter- like I'm terrible at this, mm-hmm. you know? So I, when I found out that I could support the show, it was like the, the kindred spirit part was like just icing on the cake, you know, for me, um, because I like how you can, you can post like the before and the better photos and, and then, um, just everybody is very kind and like, and hearing the other ladies that you have interviewed, um, it's, it's funny how that your conversation with them will help just a light bulb will go off for me. Like, Oh, I could do that. I can try that, you know, and it just, it's, it's just a positive, positive yeah. thing. So I'm, I'm thankful. Well, I'm very thankful for, for the kindred spirits that means a lot. And I don't take it lightly that people are, you know, supporting this thing, this crazy thing. So <laughs> that God gave me to do anyway. All right. Well, it's been really fun and I so appreciate you coming on. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation with Sarah Beth. I'm so appreciative of those who are willing to come on and do these strategy sessions, knowing that the whole world is going to get to hear it. Um, But I do. I love hearing of her success and um, I'm excited to see how things are going for her. So uh, don't forget, if you want to be a patron of the show, go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. And also make sure you've picked up my new book, Organizing for the Rest of Us available wherever books are sold. All right. I will talk to y'all next week.